Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh yeah. Broadcasting live from the Joseph Network Studios in downtown Medina, Tennessee. It's that time of week again. It's time for the Josie Show. Bringing you the most exciting music news and guests from around the world. Right here on the Josie Show. Please make welcome the beautiful, the talented, the lovely, America's radio sweetheart, Mrs. Josie Asentino Boone. Hello, everyone. I am so excited. We have a great show for all of you here. We have special guests Emily Peicher and Brooks Forsyth joining us. We have some great interviews and a song from both of our guests here today. So stay tuned for the whole show. You will not want to miss a second of it. So let's start off with Emily Peicher. Here we go. Please welcome to the Josie Show, Emily Peicher. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me. I've been looking forward to this interview. Oh, I'm so happy to be here with you. Uh, I've been looking forward to this. You are an incredible artist, and we're going to talk all about it, all about the new music and, and whatnot. But first, I wanted to ask you how starting um, starting up music started for you. When did you realize that this was what you wanted to do? You know, that is such a funny question mm-hmm. because I'm asked it, you know, like all the time. Yeah. It's weird. You know, I've never really not known a life without music. I, my sister had a guitar growing up, and I would just do anything to play that guitar being like three, four years old. And I started lessons when I was seven, and I was sitting in the lesson room, and I was like telling my teacher, I'm going to move to Nashville one day. I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to be a songwriter. And I started doing live shows at like 16, and I just kind of stayed in the fast track. Yes, you have. And look at you today. I mean, you're doing incredible things. And who would you say are some of your influences or musicians that you look up to and listen to? Um, Bob Dylan, his writing is just so authentic and raw, and I really love the way he beautifully, like, articulates exactly what he wants to say and exactly what he wants to portray to his listeners, and I really think you can see that in my music as well. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, y'all have, you know, big-time similarities in in that way. Uh, And you have a new song to be released on June 24th titled Calling You Mind. Can you tell us a little bit about this one? Yeah, so I this song kind of just wrote itself, to be completely honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I was getting ready for this date, a guy that I knew for a while, and I was kind of hanging on to this one sundress, just kind of saving it for the date, and... Mm -hmm. You know, it landed us in this beautiful flower field, and I came home, and I just kind of started playing guitar like I usually would, and I wrote the song, and then I kind of realized maybe I should call the guy again, because he gives me some pretty good inspiration. (laughs) I was going to say, keep him, yeah. Oh, my goodness, that's some good inspo right there. (laughs) Right? 
Yes. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's, it's going to be a great song. I'm so excited for everyone to hear it. And once it's released June 24th, I'm sure it'll be available on all of the music outlets. So yes, fun. yes. Yes. So everyone, please, please keep an eye out for that. And can you tell us a little bit about your experience going into the studio to record this one? Because you had quite the dream team. <laughs> I really did. You know, I don't know why my producer just blesses me every single time with these incredible musicians to work with, mm -hmm. but um, it was very funny. I was going in to record this one. It was the first one out of three that I was doing that day, mm -hmm. and of course, Nick Buddha is there, Taylor Swift's drummer, and I'm just trying not to, like, cry because <laughs> I'm in the same room as him, <laughs> but he listened to this song, and he was like, so you listened to Taylor growing up, didn't you? Oh, my like, goodness. I sure did. But um, it was such a good experience. And working with those musicians, they are just so open-minded. And they really take what you're hearing in your head and make it ten times better. And this song is exactly like what you would picture for the Fall in Love song of the summer, just being so open and airy and, you know, it's just the innocence of falling in love with someone. Yes, and I have to ask because I'm such a visual person. I need to know, um, are there any thoughts on perhaps a music video for this one in the future, or would that be something you would be interested in? So it's funny you say that. Um, this is my first music video with this song. I'm mm -hmm. filming it in a couple of weeks, actually. Fabulous. Oh, I'm so excited. Are you, are you, are you, uh, are you excited? Are you going to be able to have um, your own creative um, aspects in it? Are you able to be as creative as you want with it? That is what I'm most excited about. So right. I'm actually going back home to film it on the farm that I grew up on. Oh. And, um, you know, I'm just going to have a ton of close friends around me. My family's going to be there. So it's definitely going to be a back home kind of a vibe. And it's going to be filmed in the same flower field that me and the guy were in. Wow. So it's very close. It's very close to home. So this is something that's very special to you. Yes, yes. And I try to, no matter what happens in my music or my songwriting, I always kind of just retreat back to home. And I always kind of try to find every way imaginable to make my music and what I put out as personal as it possibly can be, which I don't know if that's the best thing. But <laughs> I'm really excited. You guys are going to see, like, such a big look into my life and where I came from. I can't wait. I'm so excited to check it out. And remember, everyone, Colony Mine releases June 24th to all of the major music outlets that you find your music today. So please make sure you check it out um, and share with your friends, family, neighbors. Um, <laughs> share it everywhere. I promise you, you will yes. not regret it. Yes. And I want to also talk about um, coming September, you are working on an EP release. Is that is that true? Tell us about that. That is true. So the EP is going to be called Memory Lane. And like I said previously, I love giving my listeners a look into who I was before I was in Nashville. And it is all about missing home, uh, loving the ones around you, missing people, but how you can take all of your experiences and you can help that lead you into the next direction of your life. And I'm so excited. I've been playing around with some different sounds musically and different vocal techniques and I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. I can't wait. I'm so excited for this. So your EP is coming y'all. Um, <laughs> make sure you guys stay tuned and everyone can find you at your website. You're also, also on social networking sites everywhere. So can you please give out all of those links for us? Yes. So on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the works. I am just Emily Peicher, P-Y-S. 
C-H-E-R. It's a tricky one, I know, but we'll get it, I promise. <laughs> you will, yes. Oh, check her out, everybody. I promise you, it, you will not regret it. I'm really excited to see your journey and what's next to come from you. Uh, I know that the this EP is going to be incredible. This new single coming is going to be incredible. So I want everyone to to check you out and stay tuned for all of that all of that goodness. And as you mentioned before, you know, as a songwriter, I know for a lot of people it's it's quite different. But what is your songwriting process? How how do you begin a song? Would you say? You know, I just I feel like I just constantly have like a bug in my ear um, mm-hmm. of just one melody for maybe three days, and slowly it'll get louder and louder. I'm like, I can't take it anymore. I have to go write this song down. Or I'll just be playing guitar for a little bit, and then I write a song. Or um, this actually just happened to me today right before our call. Like, mm-hmm. if I have to do something, of course, I'll get inspiration right before. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, just kind of living your life, kind of just, like, letting your songwriting control you. And even if I'm at, you know, out with my friends, with my family, doing anything, if a song comes, you know I'm going to go do something with it. You can never mm-hmm. put it in the back seat. Right. I think some of the best songs are things that come naturally and not forced, you know what I mean? Um, exactly. So I like that, you know, whenever something comes to you, you're like, oh, goodness, <laughs> hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Pause, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I got to get this down. Yes, that's the best That's the best way to be. And I have to ask you if you have any shows coming up that you could tell us about, anything in the calendar as of right now. So what I'm most excited about, actually, is my show over in Mount Eagle, um, Tennessee, at Jim Oliver's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love them there. They have been so great to me. And I'm doing a release party there, June 24th, for Colony Mine. I love it. Woo! That's awesome. Yes. That's going to be so much fun. Hopefully this cake balloons. You deserve it all. Um, <laughs> you deserve the party. Oh, yes. That's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be uh, that's gonna be a fun one. And I, yeah. yeah, I have some fun questions for you if you're ready. Love I'm me. ready. All right. So while performing, um, on the topic of performing live, uh, have you ever had any embarrassing onstage moments that you could recall? Anything that just did not go well live and in person or a funny moment? <laughs> okay. So I was performing at the local not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I was so nervous because Danny Wells, who wrote a ton of songs for George Strait, was there and playing with me. And I was so nervous something was going to go wrong. Right. And then, of course, my um, my was exploded. And I didn't oh. notice until the song was over. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Yes. But it was fine. It was laughed off. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Hey, listen, I always say when you're live, you're at the mercy of the audience, honestly. I mean, anything can happen, and it's always about the recovery. You recovered well, that's all that matters. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You laughed it off. That's all you need to do. And then the next fun question that I have for you, um, do you have a goal or dream that you have for your music career that you would love to see in, like, five to ten years? Anything on the, the bucket list? Um. Oh, gosh. So, uh, when I was, like I said earlier, like just a young, young kid dreaming of the life I'm living now, mm-hmm. I would keep this notebook, and it was called my bucket list. But in the bucket list, it was all just music-related stuff. And I, number one on the list, will for all, like always be, forever and always, playing at the Grand Old Opry. And mm-hmm. I just cannot wait for the day that that happens. Yeah, that's like I think the dream for just, oh, so many – so that's the, that's the like the history. That's the that's the place. <laughs> exactly. 
like seriously. I don't even know if I could play, but <laughs> I'll probably be crying most of the time. But hey, that's fine. Listen. Exactly. That's all that matters is that you can say that you did it and you experienced it. That's all that matters. Um, but I definitely feel you. I think I think if tears are not uh, shed, it's just you know it has to happen. You have to. Exactly. I'll just keep some tissues in my pocket. Yeah. Exactly. Be prepared. <laughs> that's all that matters. Uh, the next fun question I have for you, which is probably going to be the craziest question you ever get asked in your whole music career, but I love it. Um, so here we go. Um, if you could be any animal in the wild, what animal best personality do you think would suit you? Well, I, I love bears because yes. I love just, they're just so adorable. But I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm a bear kind of a person. Right. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm obsessed with cats. I have mm-hmm. my own cat, Mr. Mitten Paws, but anyways. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I think I would probably be a lion. I like that. Yes. I mean, my hair is always in a mess. And <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of always the, like, loudest in the room. Mm-hmm. But not, like, too loud, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I could see myself as a lion. I like that, yes. And they're very majestic, <laughs> very beautiful creatures. See, yeah, there you go. I like that. That's a great answer. And I want to thank you so much, Emily, for putting up with us and our questions. Thank you so much oh, for no, coming. I love it. <laughs> uh, I had so much fun chatting with you. And please come back anytime. Oh, uh, you know I will. I love it. Perfect. Emily Peicher, everyone, please make sure you check her out everywhere. Um, and when in doubt, Google her out. Is what I say. Google her out. Um, make sure you find her everywhere. She pops right up. So make sure you check her out, everybody. And check out Calling You Mine, releasing June 24th. Yes. All right. So my next guest uh, that I had the pleasure of chatting with is Brooke Forsythe. So I hope you enjoyed this interview. And right afterwards, we're going to play his rendition of Everlasting Love. So Tune in. Here we go. Here is his interview. Please welcome to the Josie Show my guest, Brooks Forsyth. Hello. Hi, Josie. How's hey. it going? Oh, it's going great. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, anytime. My pleasure. I've been looking forward to this. So I kind of want to, before we dig in, I would like to start off with finding out a little bit more about you. So when did you realize that music was what you wanted to do? How did this all start for you? Well, let's see. I, I grew up in in uh, western North Carolina, yeah. in the Appalachian Mountains. Mm-hmm. People say Appalachian. <laughs> that's, what they, that's how they pronounce it around where I grew up. Right. Like, every time I go outside, I hear Appalachian. But yeah. I, I'm from where they say Appalachian. And anyway, I grew up around that area. And um, I used to see a lot of live music when I was a kid. I was real fortunate. A lot of them came through. And, uh, but one, one artist I would always see playing was Doc Watson. And uh, he, he was an old, you know, kind of traditional uh, bluegrass folk mm-hmm. uh, player, and, and I used to be able to to see him perform where I, where I was from in Boone, North Carolina. And mm-hmm. um, anyway, that's that's some of my first memories of of being, you know, basically just transfixed in 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 uh, live music. And uh, particularly with him. Yeah. And I, I think that was kind of the – I'm not sure if that's when I first realized I wanted to, to take a stab at, at doing it as a career, but mm-hmm. it, it was certainly the, probably the first time I was inspired to want to to perform and play. Right. It sparked an interest in you, for sure. That's how it all yeah. – kind of how it kind of began. I love that. That's awesome. And, you know, present – 
present day, he re-recorded the ever popular classic hit "Everlasting Love," which is gonna, which is due release um, June 10th. So I'm excited for that. Um, but you put your own sound to it. Can you tell us a little bit about your sound? <laughs> I like it. Well, yeah, I, the, the sound that I guess the sound in quotes is, is sort of. Um, I, I, as people say this, this word Americana is going around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that applies to the sound that um, is, is of this version of Everlasting Love. Yeah. It's it's a, got a full band on it, um, like, you know, drums, bass, electric guitar, but it's also got uh, banjo and and some fiddle, and so there's a little bit of a twang to it. I, I think that that's something that sets this version. A little bit apart from the other ones I've heard, the, the countless other other versions of the song. Um, so I guess I guess Americana. There's there's a little bit of a rock, uh, and even, you know a little bit of a pop. Amera Amera pop rock. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we, we might have coined a new you did. You did. You created a new genre there. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Yes, that's amazing. Yes, I, I was I was fortunate enough to be able to hear it before it's released on June tenth. And I, I it does have a bit of a rock. I love that. And it's Americana it's it's a great mix and you have a unique unique sound and a unique voice. And I think that's why people are just so into you um, and your music. So I'm really looking forward for everyone to checking out your rendition of Everlasting Love, which is due to be released June 10th on all the music outlets, right? So people will be able to find it on all of the usual <laughs> places. Yeah, all, all of the usuals. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd imagine, yeah, it should be on pretty much whatever whatever you Perfect. whatever you use. Perfect. You know? I love that. <laughs> Perfect, well, everyone. Thanks for checking it out. I, yeah, Absolutely, yes. We got a little sneak peek. It sounds really good. Everyone's gonna love it for sure. And I know it's a personal favorite of mine, but I'd like to know why you chose to perform a rendition of "Everlasting Love." Has that always been a favorite of yours? Well, it, it's actually it has to do with the producer that, that I've been working with in in Nashville, and I, I heard the song growing up. And right. I think the, the most the most known version is the Carl Carlton. Version, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. that's the one that, that kind of hit the hit the hardest in the U.S. But mm-hmm. um, in the '70s, and yeah. it's still going. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that, my producer, uh, the guy I've been working with, Bud Kaysen, uh he's from Nashville, and he actually co-wrote the song back in the '60s uh, with another guy named Mac Gaten, and so I've been working with him at his his studio in Nashville, and. We we made an entire record. Of, uh, those were all songs I wrote back in 2017. So I'd already made one record with him in the studio. And when it came time for the second record, we had recorded a few tunes already, mm-hmm. and we just started entertaining the idea of of uh, you know taking a stab at the at the classic. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I. I he had gotten back from a music festival. He had played up in Canada, and we were talking on the phone. And he'd go off and play with uh, Billy Swan, and when he came back down, he, he told me that he just mentioned something about how they encored with Everlasting and how the crowd was just really getting into it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's something about that phone call, I think, in particular, that got me thinking, why, why don't I just at least go make a demo of it and see what he thinks of it and see if he'll approve of, of making a, you know, a studio version. So I made a demo and sent it to him, and 
he said, why not? Let's take a stab at it. So that's that's mm-hmm. kind of what what led me to, to take it on. And, um, yeah, it was it was a uh, it was an it was an interesting uh, it, was, it was a unique uh, idea compared to what I was doing before. You know, I, right. I, so it's a little bit of a of a different style, and so it, it was a, it was uh, yeah, it was a challenge, but it, but it was exciting. Right, exciting. I love it. Um, you know, and and so many. You mentioned one, Carl Carlton. You know, some of the artists who recorded this track prior. Um, it's also like Love Affair, Town Criers, YouTube, yeah. Elvis, Gloria Spawn, and now Brooks. I mean, then listen, <laughs> come on now, yeah, and yeah, you have your yeah. own spin. So it's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's the, the first version. Um, I think that's what Buzz said is his, still his favorite one. Uh, the Robert Knight version back mm-hmm. in the late sixties. Mm-hmm. I think that might be my favorite one too, but That's but cool. um, you know, it's one of those stories where they where they had a, a you know, they, they released you know A and B sides like for singles back then, and, mm-hmm. and so they, they already had the song they thought was going to be the, the A side. I guess it was initially, and it, and it was another song, and then they needed a filler for the B side. So it was one of those stories where they had to come up with a song. Uh, Buzz and Mac gave me, you know, the day before, and they kind of scrambled around it. To, to make something quickly, just to fill the B side, yeah. you know that ends up being the everlasting hit. You know, it's it's, it's all, you, you end up hearing a, quite a few of those stories when you get to Nashville. You know, it's mm-hmm. like sort of there's something about that. It's like a, there's something magical about being pressed for time and having to get something done. You know, mm-hmm. it ends up being timeless. So that that's another one of those stories. But. It's so cool. <laughs> It really is, and you know, everlasting love is, of course, I'm sure a crowd favorite. So, when you have you been able to perform this out and about yet, or not too much? I have, I mean, I have a little bit, but yeah, it's funny. I, I really okay. haven't, I really haven't performed, and you know, as, as a regular number for my shows. Um, and and keep in mind, I haven't, you know, I, I started back playing shows not too long ago. I mean, right. after all, every all the crazy stuff, everything's being kind of. Live music, but non-existent for the last, you know, few years, and and so I I recorded it, um, you know, within the time that that I haven't really been playing too too many shows, so, yeah. so I haven't had that many experiences. Um, but but I have I have tried it a few times, and yeah, you get the right crowd with it. That you you'll get some people hollering and stomping along for yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. That's a great feeling, for sure. That's a good yeah, feeling. Really yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's great. That's great. Um, and I noticed, though, that you do have some tour dates. If people wanted to check out on your website, I know July and August. Those, those might be uh, – I, I think the website's still getting getting worked on, so those might nice. not – not. I'm not sure what, what dates you have, but the, one of the, the main ones to, to mention is in August – I'm playing out in Denver at the Shine Music Festival, and that's that's a little bit on the far out, but it's a it's a really cool festival, and mm-hmm. people should check it out if they if they haven't heard of it. It's this, it's this kind of a new emerging festival. It's in uh, Denver Park, and it's it's uh, on August 27th, the Shine Music Festival, and then it looks like on August 28th, I'm flying out to South Dakota to open for the Randy Travis Band. Um, so those are those are a few dates that. Are, are probably the ones worth mentioning, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned and make sure you go. August 27th, you said it starts? Yeah, August 27th. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're in that 
area. Neck of the country. Yeah. Do it. Do it's it. I recommend it. I recommend it. Go and see Brooks live, y'all. You will not regret it. And I wanted to ask you, will there be a video or music video available for your rendition? Yes, there there will, and, and it, it's uh, it's planning to, to uh, we're planning to drop it on uh, June 24th, nice. so not long after, and uh, yeah, that'll that'll be on all the all the usuals as well. You know? <laughs> yeah. it should be on YouTube and, and everything else. So, Perfect. Yeah, it, it, it's it's coming soon after. Get it, y'all. Check it out. I'm excited. I'm excited. Y'all have to check out the music video once it's out, uh, for sure. And but remember, June 10th, Everlasting Love is released, so make sure you share it with your friends, family, neighbors, cousins, uncles, um, <laughs> everywhere. Your whole extended family tree. <laughs> That's right. About this. That's right. Cousins once removed. I mean, just <laughs> all of them. Yes, for sure. And I wanted to also ask you, are you working on any new music or writing that you could tell us about that we should keep our eyes and ears peeled for, you know, coming up in 2022? Maybe an album? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, I've actually got an, an entire album mm -hmm. that has already been recorded. This is the first single, yeah. and and some of it, you know, it, it's been held up also by by, by everything shut down. But mm -hmm. I, the, the plan is to is to be releasing the entire album subsequently, not not long after that this single. And we're gonna kind of see how you know once the single gets out there, we're gonna test it and then and then follow up with the whole album. So you should. Be on the lookout for a for a full album release um, on in fall of 2022. Coming up pretty soon. Perfect. Yes, that's wonderful. And for those who want to connect and keep up with all your latest news, can you give out your website, also social networking site? Yeah, yeah. My my name is Brooks Forsyth. Uh, B R O K S F O R S Y T H. And uh, so the website's brooksforsyth.com. And I'm on. The socials, you know, the Instagram, uh, you know, at Brooks Forsyth, and my Facebook's at Brooks Forsyth Music. Easy. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a, you know, it shouldn't be too hard to, to find me on there if, you, if, you, uh, if you're on any of those socials. That's right. And I always say, when in doubt, Google it out. So just type in Brooks Forsyth, you'll That's be able to find yeah, right? I'm telling you. You go, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, you pop right up. So it's super easy. So please make sure you. Yes. And I wanted to ask you some fun questions if you are ready before we run out of time. All right, perfect. So I wanted to ask you um, do you have any embarrassing or funny on stage moments that you can recall while performing live? Well, let's see. The first thing that just popped in my head was. This might be my most, I probably have more embarrassing than this, but the first thing that just popped in my head was I was playing in a country store, and I, I was about halfway through the set, and it was kind of a, a, a low-key day, and it wasn't, it wasn't too crowded or anything, and about halfway through the set, I am playing this kind of quiet song, finger-picking the guitar, and I look down, and there's a, a small snake Oh. Slithering through <laughs> near where my legs are and, and out towards the crowd at a rather rapid Ooh. pace, yeah. and and no one seems to notice except for me. And this is a, this is a joint where people are listening to music, but they're also eating lunch, so it's not they're not just they're not just paying attention to the music. You know? Yeah. So everyone's just having this real casual day. I realized very quickly that not only am I going to have to stop the song, but I'm going to have to. And make a very, you know, make an announcement like this. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a very abrupt, you know. I'm sorry if you, if you're listening to the music, but this is a, 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, attention. Uh, I don't want I don't want anybody to uh, be too alarmed, but just so you know, there's a snake that is moving your way at a very rapid rate. And, you know, inevitably the entire place just went, just went absolutely nuts. You know, yeah. everyone, it, there's no way that they're <laughs> right. that. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, oh, I don't sorry. know if it was necessarily embarrassing, but, or, but it was, it was more alarming. It, right. It was, uh, yeah, it, it certainly was, was crazy. But uh, thankfully someone was there finally knew something about snakes. So they were able to, oh. they, they were able to catch it and, and, uh, and safely put it outside without harming the snake. So nice. that, that story's got a nice end. Yes, it has a very happy ending, happy yeah. story. Oh my goodness! But I can't, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine up there weird. performing and a snake crawling next to me. I couldn't. I, I think I'd be a little uh, uh, unnerved. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to keep your composure and, and yeah. remember the lyrics when there's a snake moving to the audience. Yes. So for sure. And you warned people. See, that was very nice. See, that, there you go. Happy story, happy ending. Yeah, yeah, I put a happy twist on it. <laughs> yes. Uh, the next one question I have for you, is there an artist out there today that you would love to do a duet with or work with? Let's see. Um, there, was, there was a band, and I think they might have just played their, what they called their last show, although I'm always skeptical. I think sometimes mm-hmm. bands, they, they do that and they they so that they can reunion, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. soon after. But and I hope that's the case with, with this band. But there's a band called Dr. Dog mm-hmm. from uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. And, yeah, that, they're, they're definitely uh, a band I've, I've gone and seen many times in the last, I guess, 15 years. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, that, 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 that would be a one. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. That's a good answer. <laughs> Very good answer. I love that. And then the last question, which is probably going to be the craziest question you ever get asked in your music career, but here we go. I love it here. Right. It's good stuff. So I wanted to ask you, if if there is any animal in the wild, what animal do you think best personality-wise would suit you? What do you think you are? Let's <laughs> see. Probably like a, let's see. I don't know. Probably like a Carolina, a Carolina chickadee. Ooh, I like which, it. Which is a type of bird, yeah, yeah. a type of bird, Carolina bird. Mm-hmm. There's okay. just something about their song. I think it's, I think it's something oh. like that. It's actually in a, in, in you know a, a, a melody that that works that you can play on the on a piano or guitar or whatever. But okay. it's, it's uh, yeah, I like that bird. I see quite a few of them around, and I've thought on numerous occasions of. Perhaps switching lives for a day at least with one of, <laughs> one of those birds in particular. So I'm a, I'm a Carolina chickadee. I like that. That is a good answer. Very nice. And you like to you you like to be free. You like to uh, I'm sure travel because you love to perform. So I mean it's, it it like, works for you. I like to fly and sing. Exactly. So it works. Now what's, what's your what's your answer? Oh my goodness. I would probably say uh, maybe like. A dolphin because I like swimming and and they're they're, they're sweet animals. Um, yeah. I would say I would say probably a dolphin maybe. That's a tough one. Oh my goodness! Why did I give this question to people? This is hard. Oh shame on me. <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. And I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat with me and come back anytime. Oh, of course. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you having me on your program. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Anytime. We'd love to have you back on, everyone. Please make sure you go and check out Brooks 
Forsyth, his everlasting love rendition. It's going to be out June 10th, so make sure you check it out and share it with all of your friends and family and neighbors on all the music outlets that you can find music today. And thanks again, Brooks. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you, Josie. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. All right, so we have it here. Here is Brooks Forsyth's wonderful rendition of Everlasting Love. Hit it. Beautiful, beautiful. That was Brooks Forsyth's rendition of Everlasting Love, the classic hit. And well done, too. <laughs> we love it here. And I want to thank 
Emily Peicher, and Brooks Forsyth for joining me today. I truly appreciate your all's time, and thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate you, and I hope to see you all again next week. We have some more great interviews and music for all of you, so stay tuned and check out JosieShow.com for all of our interviews to keep up to date. All right. Bye, y'all. Have a great night. The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.